Hello and welcome to the Apples and Oranges Halloween Spectacular. I'm Jack. Ooh, ooh, ha, 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 ha. I'm Scary Matthew. And I'm Other Jack. That's right. Today with us, our guest on the show, comedian, friends of the show, Jack Reichardt. How are you, Jack? I am doing great. I'm psyched to be on the Apples and Oranges ha- Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, Third. Do you have any Halloween plans this year? Any costume plans? Uh, no. So for the last six years, every year I've gone as a mechanic. Okay. What is that costume? I, like, what does it entail? Uh, so six years ago, I went to a thrift store and I bought a mechanic jumpsuit that belonged to a man named Philip. Uh, and there's a, uh, it's like there's a name tag that uh, says Philip on it. And so every year I've been, when people are like, who are you for Halloween? I point out my name tag and I'm like, I'm, I'm Philip. Uh, but this year I might do something different. Cause I have like a, a full, like furry costume. Oh, uh, of a raccoon. Oh yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I told you guys about that. Yeah. Like a year yeah. Ago. yeah. Yeah. I still, yeah, have, still have that. It. That's in my house. Nice. Oh, nice. So is your costume, do you think the costume is going to be a raccoon or is the costume going to be like a furry whose persona is a raccoon? Um, so I think I might be the, I might wear the raccoon thing and then over the raccoon thing, I might wear the jumpsuit. So I was about to say, I'm you should like, do uh, raccoon as a mechanic. Philip's persona. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing Philip who is working for the weekend where his persona is like Robbie Raccoon. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I hope I don't lose myself in the process of that. Of that. What, yeah. are, what are you guys being? Yeah, that's kind of a layered role situation. I think I'm going to be uh, a stripe from Gremlins. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm unsure, but I got these colored contacts recently that I've just had so much fun oh my goodness. with. And so I uh, I might try to incorporate those into the costume. I also have these glasses that I just think are also really sick. So it's kind of a conflict of interest. Uh, so, but also yeah. I was thinking maybe in like you do this for six years, and then in six years you add another layer to the character. Like and every six years. That, every six years you add part to the costume. Yeah. And every six years yeah, like the costume gets bulkier and warmer. <laughs> as the warm warms, as the world warms, you warm. As the yeah. worm warms, yeah. you warm. This great big worm we're living upon. And that is my, my running theory, by the way. The earth is nothing but a worm. Yeah, just a worm. Like uh, like in Horton Hears a Who. Horton Hears a Who. Instead of a yeah. dust, it's where uh, an invertebrate. Yes. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of a coiled worm. And one day that worm is going to wake up and um, lengthen itself. And it is just going to be massive earthquakes and and tsunamis on the surface of this planet unfortunately <laughs> i hate to be the bearer of bad news but that is what's going to happen uh it's okay i'll believe you thank um, you um so uh to keep with the the spooky thing nothing spookier than um uh, uh questions about your uh, your past do you have any debate experience uh thunderclap uh, sound effect please we're not gonna be able to get it in time. <laughs> All right. So yeah, do you have any debate experience, Jack? Uh, I did a two-week debate camp when I was a sophomore in high school. Whoa! Ooh. Debate camp. How did that come about? Yeah. So my high school was convinced that the the kids didn't have enough real-world experience or broad experience. So the first two weeks from like coming back from winter break was called interim term. And it was where there wasn't real school. And instead you effectively went to summer camp, but you were just randomly assigned to some summer camp uh, to try and get you to have some semblance of, of a passion. And I got assigned debate summer camp when I was a sophomore in high school and I debated overfishing. Mm, overfishing. Did, yeah. What did you debate over fishing? So I did not like, I did not like, <laughs> I didn't like debate and you weren't graded on it. So at the end of the, the two week summer camp, I gave a PowerPoint that was titled overfishing kills fish. <laughs> and 
like yeah every, <laughs> every slide of the powerpoint was a picture of a dead fish uh, <laughs> and it just said overfishing kills fish and it was like a 20 slide powerpoint and it descended from being like like it started out as like like you know when you go to the beach and you see like a dead fish on the side and there's like bugs on it or something it yeah. started with pictures yeah. like that and then it moved to like mammals so <laughs> like dolphins <laughs> not and even fish it got to like dead cartoon fish and then I there weren't enough dead cartoon fish so I would get second pictures from PowerPoint like with like a white background like a block of like a fire or something and then put it on the fish's like head and like <laughs> so it was dead <laughs> it just said I, I probably still have the PowerPoint somewhere I can send it to you guys if I can find it but uh please that's that's what I did for <laughs> two weeks <laughs> That's I amazing. got it. So you, so you really have some debate experience. You know what you're doing here. Yeah, no, I, I'm dangerous. I'm a dangerous <laughs> man. Oh yeah, you're, you're dangerous. You're, you're a sick puppy. I can tell. That <laughs> fish. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, that shit must have stunk up the place. Yeah, uh, play this thunderclap sound effect. I I was walking down I was walking down 42nd Street the other day and all of a sudden like I smelled like the most putrid like smell and it smelled like a dead fish but I was like there's no way there's a dead fish on 42nd Street right because that's not nearby like a fish market or anything and then I found the dead fish and it was a dead salmon of all fish to be dead it was a salmon it's just on the Where street was it? just in the street yeah just just a dead salmon on the street and I was like huh I was sort of, I sort of pat myself on the back because I could identify the fish, <laughs> but yeah, you maybe I'll still find it. This was, it, this was last night. You just left it there? Oh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll go now. I'm going to spot it. <laughs> I, I'm part of a fish spotting Facebook group, though apparently that's changing. It's joining the metaverse. You heard about this? It's going to be on the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that, that, i'm adding that dead fish to the blockchain <laughs> <laughs> catching down the end see how much ethereum i can get for it yeah <laughs> as an nft yeah uh, nice um, i'll get it on open sea um, yeah that's a, what is open sea open sea is an nft hosting website it's a very popular one Oh, so excellent. if you put a dead yeah. fish on it, it would be a little cheeky. Yeah, because it's like the sea. What about yeah. uh, what about an NFT that's like the Pirates Bay logo, kind of as a wink and a nod to the to the cyber thieves that came before, and also it's yeah. on the sea. Yes, but then they have to buy it, so it's also yeah. like a wink and a nod to the fact that the free internet no longer exists with the blockchain. Yeah, and maybe also there is a LimeWire Lime somewhere. Yeah, you could put yeah. that on like open plant. Like a LimeWire Limerita or something. And who's <laughs> drinking it but Elon Musk in a pirate ship? Yeah. The well, I, I need to get on that. Um, but I actually, I have some spooky topics for both of you. If you can hit All that right. motor clap when I'm ready. Uh, you're... Um, uh, Jack Holmesley, your topic is monster. <gasps> All right. And Jack Reichardt, you got the, you got the best topic here. You got, you have to argue in favor of the best scary story. And you have to open your pitch by, uh, by not your pitch, but your argument by telling us that story. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Jack, Jack Holmesley, whenever you are ready. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with my opening statement. And uh, that's because the best monster we already know. It's the, uh, the scaring champion, as long as uh, Scarecorp, I think, has been around. And that's Sully from Monsters, Inc. He literally <laughs> is the best monster. He would go in, he'd get the high... He, he was on the Scream leaderboard for longer than anyone else, at least that I can remember, uh, in, in the uh, Monsters, Inc. canon. 
Um, and honestly, he is the best monster. Pull, f- fully optimized. He he goes in there. He gets those screams. He gets out. And frankly, uh, he also he's also got a little bit of heart to him. I don't know if you've seen Monsters Inc., but you know he 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 sort of adopts this uh, human child from from the human world. And sometimes in a monster, you, you got to have that that versatility. So uh, big shout out, Sully uh, uh, James T P J- James Sullivan. Uh, is an absolute monster legend. That's all. That's my time. I yield it. Yeah. All right. You got, um, got a scary stories? A scary story for us? Yeah, I do. So when I was in fifth grade, Miss um, Gardner, my teacher, my my homeroom teacher, every Friday used to do Scary Story Friday, uh, and I listened to the first one. Um, and then she said that if you didn't like the scary stories, you could wait in the hallway. And this first scary story I hated so much that I waited <gasps> in the hallway every Friday for 20 minutes, at least, uh, for the rest of the year. And this scary story was about these people who went into an abandoned mine and then they all slowly disappeared appeared one by one and then one of them lost his humanity and became the ghost uh and then all the other people who disappeared lost their humanity and became the ghost of old miners even though they were fifth graders so they were Mm -hmm. fifth graders so they were like my age and then they like were possessed and then they left and their souls got trapped in the mine while these old timey like gold miners got to leave but in the body of these fifth graders and something about that made me really, really, really upset. Um, and I think that the reason why that is 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 scarier than than Sully is one because uh, of like the weird age difference between that, and then also because um, Sully wasn't as scary as Randall. I don't know yeah, if he, you remember this, but Sully, after he let this like little girl into his heart, um, Randall beat him in the, the, the scary boards. And it was like this whole thing. And that's eventually how they got to like how laughter was really how you power a society. Um, but Randall, like really, like he put the smack on Sully and it was like that, 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 that was that. So uh, oh, also, I think overfishing kills fish. <laughs> um. Well, that may be a good argument if you're arguing in favor of uh, Randall being scarier than Sully. But I'm gonna be real with you. I'm here to argue why Sully is better than this uh, little little scary story you heard. I'm gonna be real. Sully has an entire yeah. franchise, multiple movies. He's got some short films and animated shorts in there. This story that I can't even remember. Something about miners. I I don't even remember now. I I'd My, rather hear more about miners and miners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I believe miners and miners swapped bodies. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, but it's spelled different way. They're homophones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, I don't think Sully's better than this story because Sully's whole character arc is that it's lovable. This story ends sadly. This story ends with with the loss of humanity, whereas Sully gains it. So was Sully more culturally significant? Sure, I'll give I'll give you that. But to be culturally significant, you can't it's not like you, you don't become culturally significant. By being purely scary right like i, th- I think that I, I could i think i could see that sully needed to have more than just the, the fear aspect to him he had to have the humanity whereas i think this story didn't take off because it was such distilled fear that when kids listened to it they never wanted to hear another scary story again Wow. Well, I'd ask a follow-up question, but okay, I have one. Um, okay. 
would it this is for both of you would it what what would it be um what would be scarier if you as to you if you as a fifth grader um uh uh saw a um a a miner an old ghost miner uh take your body and you were left as one or if you um if you were turned into a uh a a sully from monsters inc and sully from monsters inc took your body uh what would be scarier to you and uh how do you feel about that uh this is for both jacks uh can i have a point of clarification sure um so we lose our body and watch it being taken over by something else in both scenarios. It's just, would we rather have it be taken over by like an old coal miner or by Sully? Yeah. Or which would be uh, scarier if you lost your body and it was taken over by one of them? What would oh, give you the, a greater fright? I think the miners, because they know how to unionize. Mm. <laughs> I would say, I would say Sully for the same reasons. Uh, and also the fact that if Sully took over my Wait. body, uh, he i don't think he could function in the real world as a human the monster world is very different from our reality uh and and he would frankly tweak uh these coal miners they've been living in the i mean they're just they just happen to be dead at one point i assume but if there was just a coal miner in my body he'd probably be pretty thankful to have the fresh start uh and just you know he he would just have a chance to not unionize and i think that's something every union member uh wishes they had (laughs) Every every union member wishes they didn't have to unionize for rights. Yeah, yeah I wish they could go back. <laughs> wish they could go back and just have a fresh start. So yeah. that way they don't have to they don't have to like do this whole they don't have to organize things. They don't exactly. have to meet on yeah. Tuesdays after work. Exactly. Uh, Realizing what a mistake they made, uh getting improved wages and living conditions. But uh, you know, uh, I think Sully <sighs> would disagree with my take and that's just makes him even more horrifying to me (laughs) do you think that sully's a republican i think sully yeah who's that guy he works for (laughs) (laughs) you know who i'm talking about the crab he's like a a crab kind of monstery man yeah he's He's a tycoon of industry he's got he's boys with sully yeah sully is definitely i think like a neocon sully is like sully's like um a professional football player that is against the players union yeah yeah right because he's like in with robert Kraft of the new new england patriots or, or something that's yeah. what sully is whereas these uh these these like miners they are, are um they're the they're the silent majority and i think that having i would rather i think that having the silent majority take over your body is scarier because that's sort of like the french revolution and i think out of all out of all the revolutions that one was one of the ones that they made le miserable about and that movie was scary also because uh remember when anne hathaway cut off her hair and then saying i dreamed a dream that was pretty scary it was terrifying i was like I was like, now everyone's going to think you're a boy, Anne Hathaway, because your hair is short. How are you going to get another role after this? You're going to have to wait six months or get extensions. And she was willing to throw away her career for that. Terrifying. Yeah, I am going to be honest. I don't know who you're talking about. And what? Anne Hathaway. I think she was. Was she also in Cadet Kelly or am I getting her confused with? Uh, I don't know who this Christine. person is. I, I assumed this. I assumed that was a celebrity in that movie, but I, I don't uh, know that name or no, that face. Cadet Kelly had Christy Carlson Romano and Hillary Duff in it. That was my bad. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's I. All right, me, so I, I think I've, I've heard enough. Uh, let me just say, I think um, Mike Wazowski is a uh, technocrat. I think he was like really into Obamacare and he was excited to see what Hillary would have brought to the table if given the opportunity. Um, <laughs> I have to give this one to Jack. That's, That's both right. of us. Let's Jack go. won this debate. Yeah. No, I, uh, let me specify which Jack <laughs> probably should at this point. Uh, host Jack Winter- or other Jack? The winner of the debate is um, uh, Guest Jack. <laughs> That's, That's right. That's unheard of. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're wrong. How is that? Po- <laughs> oh, uh, you're uh, wrong. How is that possible? Wait, hold on. Let's count these votes. 
Um, so one for me, one from me for Jack. You're not counting and, Arizona uh, correctly. I think uh, there's <laughs> there are people. Let's wait for these. Well, okay, what we're going to do on Apples and Oranges, we're going to yeah. wait until we're the mail-in votes come in. Uh, and we'll announce the winner of this debate at a later time. Uh, Jack, Jack, listen, if you wanted to win Wisconsin, you should have campaigns there, okay? <laughs> I know. Uh, I hate those cheese-wearing fuckers. Yeah, dude. You, you, Wisconsin has the word sin in it. You can't, you can't trust that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Fair play. Um, I've got two more... Uh, topics are they chilling are they chilling topics oh <laughs> nah they're extremely spooky of course um oh. matt you will be arguing in favor of a ghost okay either ghost oh we should maybe specify ghost or ghoul okay that 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 opens yeah. it up a little for me so thank you and jack Do you guys know the difference between that um no but no spirits okay yeah, oh, that's just, fine. That's fine we'll with these, me. We'll keep this fair. Yeah, I, um, I will keep liquor out of the conversation. Yeah, liquor. Hardly know her. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's spooky. Oh, 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 oh. This next topic is kind of a result of us not uh, thinking of that many good Halloween topic ideas. So, uh, <laughs> Jack, you're going to be arguing in favor of a creepy crawly. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, it's the worst one. <laughs> so, uh, whatever creepy crawly, you know, <laughs> uh, you want to pick. Versus a uh, ghost? Yeah, thanks for coming ghoul. on the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I got one. Um, nobody likes creepy crawlies. They're all creepy and also crawly. But you know what? Everyone likes breakfast cereal. That's right. I'm arguing in favor of Booberry. Oh, Booberry is the greatest ghost and a Halloween icon. Uh, there is nothing positive to be said about any creepy crawly. Um, listen, when they're not creepy, they're crawly, and neither of those sound good to me. Um, I yield my time because uh, it's, it's a pretty open and shut case as far as I'm Ooh, concerned. Okay. Ambitious. Jack, you've got a, a creepy crawly? Yeah, so uh, Matthew, I'm sorry that you just walked into hell right now, but... Um... <laughs> My uh, grandma is an entomologist, which is like a creepy crawly scientist. And growing up, I oh used God. to volunteer at the Smithsonian Museum with her, where my job was to be an eight-year-old holding like six cockroaches. And I would walk around the insect area and get people to pet them. Uh, so creepy crawly I am, savant. Uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm arguing in favor of these these creepy crawlies, but specifically cockroaches. And I'm leaning towards the Madagascar hissing cockroach because that's the one that I know the best. Uh, Madagascar hissing cockroaches are badass. They're detritivores, meaning that they eat like they eat shit. Like, you know, that dead salmon <laughs> I alluded to earlier that that they would gobble and swallow that up. They would be an omega three city if they saw that. Uh, and I think that's pretty cool because everybody hates trash. Everybody hates dirt. Everybody wants that to go away. Uh, and the other added bonus to the Madagascar hissing cockroach is that if you startle it, it goes. <laughs> and the way you can startle it is by tapping on its thorax. Ooh. Yeah. So <laughs> if you ever are like, if there's ever like an eight year old at the insect zoo with like eight cockroaches on his arms, and you tap the thorax and it hisses that he's going to be angry at you because Ooh. you pissed off the cockroach and he cares about those cockroaches. Uh, anyways, uh, who the f I don't know who the fuck Boo Booberry is. It sounds like a brand of cereal from like Walmart that's like discount Count Chocula where they were like, Ooh. oh, we need to make like, let's combine Count Chocula and make it a ghost and but then make it flavored like fruity pebbles or something or so what's the tricks to tricks, tricks competitor for ghost well anyway. i actually have i've got i've got a pretty interesting follow-up question for for each of you i'm gonna start with uh uh matthew so so if you were to step on booberry's thorax <laughs> what noise would you expect <laughs> booberry to make uh 
before I give my answer, I would. Before I give my answer, I would just like to say, um, I wish I were in Omega Three City. But um, <laughs> if, if I if I were to step on Blueberry's thorax, it would go like. <laughs> all right, that's all I needed. Now, now, Jack, if the uh, Madagascar hissing cockroach had a cereal, oh, you know, what would that look like? Do you think? Uh, I think it would be like probably like gray, like yeah, and it would probably taste really bad. I think it would be like like lint, like it'd just be like the like trash. And I think you would put milk in it. And I think that the texture would be like if oatmeal was grainy, like if you had oatmeal and then you put sand in it. Fair. Yeah, uh, that sounds really bad. I want to launch back in here um, and just say Boo Berry and Count Chocula are colleagues. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're not, he's not a ripoff. They're colleagues. Are they in Them the same And union? Frankenberry. What? <laughs> Are they in the same union? They're 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 part of a uh, a similar voting base. They're both uh, general. They're, they're both General Mills uh, monster cereal mascots. Them and Frankenberry and, Frank and, Berry and uh, Fruity Gummy Mummy and Fruit Brute. The five of them are all friends, and yeah. you know, they um they all voted for Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> 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 And um, <laughs> Booberry's just a real chiller. <laughs> yeah, well, all of the uh, Madagascar hissing cockroaches, uh, they all voted for Marianne Williamson because they like being fed shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, these cockroaches, yeah, their, their cereal sounds disgusting. Um, I would never touch one of their thoraxes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and like that sounds that sound is horrible but like booberry's clearly a friend and he's like nice he's smiling on his box and her his eyes are someone closed his eyes are somewhat closed and they look he looks like he was maybe smoking that ghost reefer um which is yeah. awesome <laughs> um and so... i don't know they, they just seem those cockroaches just seem really not chill um i, mean... I bet they're all teetotalers they don't even drink yeah, no, actually, the Madagascar hissing cockroaches all voted against the legalization of weed. Yeah, there we uh, go. And they're really upset that it's legalized now. That's something that they're, they're like, they're enraged about that. Is it legal in Madagascar uh, now? No. God, no. Uh, the, only, the only form of spice they're allowed to have in Madagascar is vanilla. Oh. Uh, well, so what is the, could you, if, if we could just go on a little bit of a tangent here, I'm curious about the citizenship of these cockroaches. Like, yeah. could they vote in a, um, in a, a U.S. election, a local election? Like, what's the Oh, they're, they're dreamers. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So, in a, in a way, you were sort of protecting them in the Smithsonian from, um, you know, ice. Yeah, no, I had them on my arms and I said, all of these cockroaches, they're going to college. Every single one of them. Where are they now? Uh, that's. Uh, I think so. Last I checked, I'm only in contact with one of them and he's in med school. Oh, uh, pretty good. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been yeah. hearing lots of talk about these Columbia cockroaches. They, you wouldn't have to happen to know any of them, would you? Uh, well, I met a few no. the other day. One was named... <laughs> And the what other was, was named. <laughs> I asked them their names by uh, pressing on their thorax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know those as as well. I, uh, wh where I grew up, it was a predominantly Madagascar themed uh, community. But from what I've gathered, is uh, their 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 feelings, their sentiments, and their personalities are mostly universal. Oh, um, little Madagascar in DC, nice area. Yeah, Little Madagascar in D.C., uh, delicious food, very affordable, very, very safe, and very easily accessible by the Metro, too. That's nice. Close to the National uh, Mall? Or? Yeah, actually, it's, it's just south of the National Mall, sort of oh, by uh, okay. the National Stadium. 
okay. Uh, I got it. Like almost in Capitol Hill, but a little to the left. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a little inland. Yeah, it's a little inland, little Madagascar. I mean, and that's neither here nor there. I guess in conclusion, what I'm trying to say is uh there is no little booberry in Washington, DC. There's no right like there's not there's none of that. Uh, there, booberry is not a Detroit of war. Uh, I don't care how delicious it, it, it cereal is. It's at, at the end of the day, like what is what what does booberry bring to the table other than diabetes? What booberry brings to the table is delicious cereal and a a, a fun cast of characters with him that all um, you know sell delicious cereals. Um, uh, them and their boss, uh, General Mill. Um, uh, they, they, they are part of a union, um, and, uh, he, he pays them fairly and, uh, Booberry, uh, he's a, um, he's a, he's a nice guy and he's a freaking stoner. <laughs> I love how, uh, by calling it general mill, you can, as you assume that the S is like a possessive. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, there's a man named General Mill and he owns these other like booberry chocolate people. Yeah, sure. First infantry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the iron cross. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, could I hear a, a, a quick closing from, from both of our arguers? Sure. Um, I'll go first. Um, cockroaches are mean little icky guys. I would never press on any of their thoraxes, except for those two I met, which was circumstantial. Uh, Booberry is really nice and chill, delicious cereal, fun friends, um, uh, uh, part of the ideal blunt rotation. Um, and, um, uh, cockroaches, uh, why don't, why don't they stay in DC, huh? Yeah, well, the only way these cockroaches can come is if you press their thorax. So that wasn't very sex positive of you. Uh, And in conclusion, yeah, the cockroaches, they don't like smoking weed. They don't like drinking alcohol. They don't do drugs. But that's not uh, bad because that's not that's not them being a, a narcs or anything. It's, it's because they want what's best for you and they are trying to challenge you to be the best version of yourself. And that's something that we don't see in the general mill family. Mm. Both very compelling arguments. Uh, but uh, I'm going to have to give it to the chiller booberry, you know, <laughs> my Halloween night, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to maybe get a, a bit turned. I don't know if I necessarily want to be, uh, staying in with the the roaches uh, pressing on each other's thoraxes. <laughs> Though I will say Omega Three uh, City does sound nice, I, and I will I do intend to visit. That's also in DC, right? That's actually yeah, no, that's in DC too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just booted up the uh, topic generator, and I got an interesting pair for use too. Um, <gasps> Hold on, uh, we gotta just play some thunder to dramatize this. Uh, 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 the window jack? Okay. I don't know why I got so scared of that, because I saw the lightning like six seconds before, and I guess I just forgot <laughs> that the noise was coming. It always happens. Whatever. Uh, I'm right. gonna start laughing evilly from now on. For the rest of the podcast, I'm gonna be laughing like uh, it's like I'm spooky. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. That's kind of you should make that part of your thing, like spooky, uh, uh, furry Philip the mechanic. That should oh, be your yeah. costume this year. Was... Whoa! Oh, is he French? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or he sounds kind of like a he's he's Quebecois. Philip. <laughs> 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 um. Okay, I got your topics booted up here. Um. Host Jack, you will be arguing in favor of the best trick. And guest <gasps> Jack, you will be arguing in favor of the best treat. Oh. Uh. Um All right. so so my my best trick uh well obviously we this is 
Are, is this debate? I'm choosing a trick. It's not trick over treat. Uh, yeah, you're arguing the, for the best trick. Okay, best trick ever uh, was the greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Uh, <laughs> it's convincing the whole is world that, that oh, he no uh, didn't exist. Yeah. Oh, that's a and, really creepy trick. Yeah, that's really creepy because, you know, like, imagine that... <laughs> I, well, I, I, what's scarier than the devil than the fact that he might not even exist or that he's tricked us into thinking that he's not really there that's freaky i mean i was just spooked by that lightning strike imagine if it was an entire uh uh, uh you know just just like mythological satanic being uh lucifer himself yeah <laughs> beat that snickers bar yeah, so I think that the best trick is when someone absolutely smacks on your thorax. I think I love. I think that that's the best treat. The best treat, especially if they do it with like their tongue, is like, <laughs> and then you go. I think that beats the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. Like, I don't even, like, can teeth weep? I I, I also... So on I mean, Halloween, uh, you're going to be giving out thorax licks. Yeah. 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 Like, bend over, make your knees touch your elbows, and I'm going to lick that thorax. <laughs> so I, I've, I've got to, just to clarify right here, what we're what you two are so uh one jack is arguing in favor of the the devil convincing the world he didn't exist and the other jack is arguing in favor of thorax lingus yeah got it just wanted to clarify all right go at it you two yeah well look i mean i if it really is the greatest the, the greatest treat i certainly haven't heard of it uh, until this this pod and yes the first thing after this i'm going to try it and maybe that will prove me wrong but i just think thorax licking has fallen out of vogue i just i feel, I feel like there were, there used to just be thorax licking parties all the time and maybe it's a covid safety thing you know people a bit being a bit more distant scared to go back to like this 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 uh you know beacon of culture that i feel like the city has lost but i uh i, I certainly know that the devil has is he's still out there convincing us that you know, he doesn't exist because I don't think the devil's real. Pretty yeah, good trick. Uh, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> this guy's got it going on. Yeah. Just a so... fact check real quick. Sorry. Just a fact check right here. It actually went out of fashion in the uh, 80s. The Reagan administration sort of uh, put out a lot of propaganda Maybe. against thorax licking. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Jack, I think that you might be. So just <laughs> I just want to, like, clear this. The skies. Um thorax licking really only works for men women you can't they don't like it they don't like it and at any time a girl is like yeah no we love it when you lick our thoraxes they're lying they're not they're lying it's not okay that's just no. part of the culture it's part of the culture uh and then the other thing is i don't think that the devil hitting the quan on us and just acting as though it, we the he he disappeared i don't think that's super original because it's like is that not what God did also? So like God came like let's let's like do like the Jesus God thing. Like Jesus he died, he came. That was God's manifestation in man. And then he died, right? And then you, Why did you, Jesus come? Was someone performing thorax lingus on him? Uh, I actually <laughs> think that somebody performed thorax lingus on him but with like a 9-inch nail. Oh, yikes. That's was it Trent uh, Reznor? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. well look here's so what i'm gonna say you. look look just you know yeah that this means god copied this trick the devil disappeared mad early and the devil you know this is the greatest trick he ever pulled and he's perhaps the greatest trickster this is the guy who you know he he tricked you know adam and eve into to eating that apple like that's that's the og trick this is like the the Michael Jordan of tricks. This is his best trick. Uh, I rest my case. Yeah, well, Thorax Lingus is the LeBron James of treat. So, 
maybe maybe in the 90s maybe in the 90s everyone was like oh yeah yeah like this devil thing not existing crazy everyone like whoa like the devil is the devil plays baseball now Mm, whatever but you know what thorax lingus is the kind of thing that's powerful enough to found a elementary school in ohio so okay yeah like the devil came back with steph curry no I, so, I I think that <sighs> Draymond Green. No, I think Draymond's uh, a thorax liquor. You think he's a thorax liquor? Well, I think that's part of the the, the pregame warm up. You know, just just getting the uh, the juices flowing, the thoraxes going, uh, and all while we just forget that the devil is does not even exist. Wink, wink. All right. Yeah. I have, well, a, I have a question. I have a question for the Bible scholars here. Um, okay, uh, amen. Yeah, the devil. He ever he ever lick thorax? The devil. I think the devil is what causes the urge to lick a thorax. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, so I, you agree that the devil's still active? Uh, I agree that most of the world is convinced that he's not, and that's possibly the greatest trick ever pulled, which is much better than having your thorax licked. I mean, thoraxes are licked all the time. Yeah, it's good, but if it's the greatest thing, it, it's not happening on such a frequent basis. Well, I would say that some people get their thorax licked every day. I think that everybody would love to get their thorax licked every day. I think that more people think about their thorax getting licked than they than people think about the absence of the devil because the absence of the devil is very much so like the absence of thought. Yeah, hence the greatest trick ever pulled. It's working. You've been psyoped by Satan himself. Uh, all while you mindlessly lick a thorax until your 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 thorax can no yeah. longer uh, uh, until you can hiss no more. I'm too busy gargling a thorax in my mouth to even think about that the devil's the reason why I'm gargling. <laughs> Yeah, because that seems like a paradox. Maybe, but also, look, I my thorax body count is much lower than yours. I, I have yet to lick a thorax, uh, and and I frankly, I would love to have my mind change, but in this state, the best, yeah. the best trick is better than the best treat, as far as I'm well, concerned. I think that you need to take a mega bus down to Omega Three City, where you can get a <laughs> thorax looking for cheap. <laughs> before before you you decide truly i mean i got my thorax licked and all i got was this stupid (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt all right um i i want to hear some closing statements from you guys thorax okay i'll go first beauty in conclusion uh (laughs) The pleasure that comes with getting a good thorax licking is proof the devil still lives. And you know that because after you get your thorax licked, you see the devil. You see the devil. You, you, you feel bad afterwards. You're like, where are my clothes? I'm so exposed. I just ate the apple. Or I got my apple eaten. Apple being a metaphor for Eve's whole apple thing and the snake thing. But also it's an allusion to a thorax in this context. So <laughs> I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is, uh, <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at is the devil exists because the treat is so delicious and everyone knows that. Mm. Fair. But uh, say what you will about these, these worldly pleasures because the dark Lord this entire time uh, has managed to convince an entire just every single person on earth that doesn't exist he's gone and uh no amount of thorax licking will bring him back maybe you think you've seen the devil or something that is honestly just uh, uh, a psychic like a perverse vision in 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 the uh, the throes of pleasure from thorax licking and yeah while satan is for that uh he's he's concerned himself with the greatest trick ever pulled uh convincing the world he's not exist and if there's anything left to be said, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think there's me. one thing. There's oh. one thing that's left to be said, Jack, and we both know what it is. It's uh, it's oh. yeah. And All right, checkmate. All right, 
you two left me with a lot to think about. This one was really close for me, but I think I have to give it to Jack. Again. Let's go. <laughs> Wait a second. I should probably clarify. Guess Jack. Guess Jack won that round. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My God. That's the greatest right. trick ever pulled. <laughs> yeah, that was Convincing the greatest Matt, trick ever pulled. I suck at debate. Well, see, that's how I knew you were wrong because I was ready to pull the dra- the greatest trick ever pulled. Um, <laughs> so I knew that devil thing was uh, nothing. Lightweight. Um, All right. So what's the what's the score from this epi? Well, the score from this Jack. epi is that you you both have won and I have not, and Jack has won twice. Uh, and and I mean, look, it, it might just be a loser's oh. Halloween, and that's. That's that's all right for me, honestly. I I think I'm gonna hit the gym. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the the reps going. Ben Ben Shapiro and I. All chest, no legs. Yeah, yeah. Wake up, all veggies, no eggs. I I go to Ben Shapiro's debate gym. Uh, just yeah. get my 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 ugh, my oratory skills back on par, and then we come back and we do this thing two weeks from now, and. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do a Thanksgiving app or something. Mm, yeah, like who wins? Pilgrims or t- turkey? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for winning this episode, Jack, I'm handing it off to you now. Uh, but you, you get the pumpkin crown for winning the uh, the Halloween episode. Oh, my God. Uh, do, do you have any, anything you'd like to say as the king um, of the pumpkin pageant? You know, at the end of the day, I want to, I think I want to say that we're all so blessed by God to, to be here uh, and that I'm really I'm thankful for this food and good friends. Uh, and I'm so blessed that uh, he's united us in friendship by, through, through his power. Amen. Amen. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. I love. I, I think we should just start doing like a closing prayer at the end of the uh, these episodes. That was that was really that, nice. That was beautiful. Jack, that starting was beautiful. a new tradition I, on the show. And I just Every yeah. And, and I feel with a prayer. I feel so icky after all this chat about thorax licking and Satan, and it's just yeah. it's just nice to have it out. That's because that's because you never had yours done right, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to write out the alphabet. <laughs> yeah yeah um supposed to write the um the the um the 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 madagascar cockroach alphabet yeah yeah which is just like hs 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 (laughs) oh they go crazy they go crazy they're fucking they're they're nuts yeah oh they're nuts um say uh uh pumpkin king do you have anything you'd like to uh plug towards the end of our little podcast um Sure. I uh, I wrote a book. It is called Ha Colon Laugh While You're Laughing. It's on Amazon. You can follow me on Instagram at the Jack Reichert. Uh, I, I do stand ups. I do stand up. Um, oh my god! Did I pronounce your name wrong at the beginning of the show? Yeah, but I was sort of like, <laughs> let's roll with it. Okay. <laughs> Reichert, got it. I'll make Reichert. sure to say the spelling in the description of the episode so everyone knows I was wrong off the get go. <laughs> Friend of the show. Uh, pronunciation in there. Yeah. Friend of the show, Jack Reichert. I want everyone, everyone who's listening to this right now, I want them to call their mom. Yes. Tell yeah, them to call listen her. to the Apples and Orange podcast. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Is that true that you wrote a book? Yeah, I did. Oh, we should have talked about that. <laughs> eh, it was like, it was fun. Oh, good. All right. Well, so we're going to plug stuff too now. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys, you, guys, you guys plug your stuff. I, I want to listen. Okay. Um, that's, my, uh, that's my Frankenstein. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Matt and Jack Comedy, as well as uh, you can find me individually on Instagram at Matty Cuts. That's M A T T Y underscore K U T Z. And also, um, 
uh, Jack Reichert was in a, uh, a sketch that we made that is available on Instagram and YouTube at Matt and Jack's Moving Pictures. So check that out. It's a hoot, and Jack's really funny in it. Thanks. Um, I am also going to plug myself. I, you know, on Instagram, Jack underscore home. No, Jack dot Homesley. I, um, that could have been a also- disaster. You could have been Jack. You could have been giving Jack underscore Homesley so many followers. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> that fucking imposter. Uh, also Jack <laughs> underscore sauce. Homesley. If you're listening, just give me the username or no, if, if Jack <laughs> Homesley is listening, just give me the username. You don't need it. I, I, I know you're wherever you are out there. I'm coming and I'm going to get that handle. Uh, and also if any listeners are in New York, uh, November 5th, uh, 7 p.m., my uh, NYU sketch comedy group I'm a part of. We're having a show at the uh, Magnet Theater. Pull up. It'll be so fun and hilarious. But uh, other than that, uh, this has been just such a lovely ep. Jack, thank you so much for pulling up. Thank you so much for reaching out and having me on your beautiful little episode. Oh, I'd also oh. like to plug Halloween, the Festival of a Thousand Ghouls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Don't forget to come to that. Yeah. Also, if, yeah, yeah. If you're not at Halloween, um, where your thorax is not getting licked. Uh, yeah, your yeah. thorax is getting flicked. <laughs> <laughs> at the um, at this year's parade, I will be um at a stand and uh, giving out uh, uh thorax lickings in exchange for a dollar, which is going to go to a COVID charity. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, peace. <laughs> Thunderclap. Oh. Ooh.